everyone. Welcome back to the Restless Podcast. You guys are going to absolutely love this interview. Uh, I had the privilege to interview Matt Purcell, uh, CEO and Vice President of Vandal Projects, a sports nutrition and supplement company based here out of the Okanagan. I know it's been a while uh, since season one, but we are super stoked to get uh, season two started, guys. So I hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Restless Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Jonah Boston, and this is The Restless Podcast. On The Restless Podcast, we interview the most impactful leaders in the business world, starting from our home base of Kelowna, British Columbia. Our mission is to provide our listeners with topics around modern-day business and entrepreneurial methods to help you execute your goals in life. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Restless Podcast. Alright everyone, welcome back to The Restless Podcast. We have Matt Purcell, Vice President and CEO of Vandal. Hey, buddy. Welcome. Hey. Welcome on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having, having me on. Oh, no problem, man. It's, uh, you guys have made, um, I guess, quite the splash in the social media face there. Yeah, we're doing our, doing our best. Your, your Instagram is colorful as all hell. It's awesome. And uh, I know I had a few buddies go on there. Um, Kyle Jansen as well. Yeah. That's something I'll get into yeah. in a sec. Um, Joseph models well for you guys. Hey. Good looking guy. Hey. Great model. He's good looking one of the guy. better looking guys in the Okanagan. Absolutely. That's why I said I'm not doing any kind of photo shoots with the guy. I don't wanna I don't wanna stand next to him. He's just too he's too handsome. I know you're like he's like that type of guy well you'll never go to the bar with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're like, exactly. forget it. I try to do some digging on you. So through your Instagram personal page, you see a lot of fitness stuff. Obviously that's something we'll get into as well. And um, is that something that you've been kind of is that like a hobby of yours for your whole life? Is that something that inspired you through your whole life, kind of that fitness type of ride and, and all that? Yeah, growing up in uh, Saskatchewan, I just I uh, grew up playing a lot of different sports. Um, I ran long distance um, track from the time I was like a pretty young guy, and then um, moved up to like uh, provincial soccer right. and then provincial volleyball and then you know all that kind of stuff. So. Fitness was always such a big passion of mine. I loved being active. You'd never catch me inside playing like video games or anything like that. Um, always wanted to be outside doing stuff. So, yeah. And then that kind of just evolved into my life now. So Right. Which is being the CEO of Vandal and running that side of, side of things, right? Yeah, the CEO, yeah. Okay, okay, perfect. And uh, one thing I want to comment as well, in your Instagram page, you have uh, – Kyle wearing it looks like a purple suit. I found that the funniest photo ever because like I'm like that's got to be editing. Yeah, I'm, I was I, like, oh my god, if I, I caught him wearing a purple suit <laughs> by the landmark buildings. I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I don't even know. I wasn't around actually for that shoot, so I, I can't even I can't even confirm or deny. But I know we do have a pretty good uh, team doing photography for us, so editing is always possible. So <laughs> yeah, you guys do a really good job on the editing front, and uh, it really stands out amongst most supplement companies on social mm-hmm. media like i've never seen a page like like that before in in my life honestly oh, thank so you you guys are doing a good job on that and um so to begin everything what is what does vandal mean explain to the audience who's listening to right now what does vandal mean so vandal so we do uh spell vandal v-n-d-l that's yeah. kind of like our our acronym for the company but right. it is we want people to understand that it is you know v-a-n-d-a-l so vandal um, basically, with Vandal, we're just really trying to focus on disrupting the norms of the uh, supplement industry, um, kind of pulling back the layers of like the, um, the smoke screen that a lot of companies use to right. convince people their products are good or they're of high quality. We really just want to disrupt all that and just show what 
just basically show that you know you can have a company like this be very transparent be very vibrant appeal to you know men and women everyday people that's what we want that's what we want to showcase right and that goes back down to your your colors and all that stuff too Mm -hmm. just making it pretty transparent on that end and and just pretty much bringing clarity to the industry that's pretty much what you guys are trying to do right absolutely yeah okay cool um let's dive into your background a bit um more so where you're from and, and all that stuff yeah so uh born and raised in regina saskatchewan um lived a like i said a pretty active lifestyle Right out of high school, um, I had a volleyball scholarship. I actually go to Medicine Hat College, so went and played uh, college volleyball there, and then at Lethbridge, and then came back and uh, did uh, played uh, my last few years at the University of Regina. Right on. And uh, yeah, just constantly kind of doing the exercise science, kinesiology, human kinetics kind of route. Yeah. So that's what I did all through all school. So awesome. Did you have anyone uh, when you were going to university? Maybe someone that you grew up with um, in Regina. Uh, or when you were going to school in University of Met Hat, um, do you have anyone that makes an impact in your career today? Like anyone that you maybe grew up with or anyone that went to school with you that's made like a, a big impact or maybe a mentor uh, with everything that you're doing now? I, I'd say in high school, like I definitely had a couple of teachers that definitely helped me make that jump into the college um, bracket, you know, got me in touch with the right people, right coaches, right. that sort of stuff. Um which was awesome. And then moving forward from that, like uh, university and college, a lot of like, you know, you're playing with a lot of older guys, right? right. You're coming into the league, you're, you know, 17, 18, you know, 18 years old. So a lot of the guys that were, you know, in their fifth year really mentored me, got me into the gym. Like I really got serious about the gym after my first year of college. First year. And, and yeah. that was, I, you know, and that was due to my older teammates saying, you know, you've got to get bigger, you got to get yeah. stronger. It's going to only enhance your play. And that's kind of when I really fell in love with working out. Okay. So. <laughs> Pretty much comes back to getting tripped. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Well, growing up too, I was super. I was really skinny. Right. Like I was always a tall, tall, skinny guy, and so yeah, I did get picked on growing up. So I got to a point where I'm like, hey, if I can be bigger than all these guys, yeah. this isn't going to be an issue anymore. So I feel like that's the. Um, I feel like that's the root to many big fitness guys. Absolutely. They were once just toothpicks, <laughs> exactly. and um, and that just drives them to be like. I have this past that I never want to go back to again type mm-hmm. of thing. No, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it is a driving force along with uh, many other variables as well, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And for you. So uh, transferring out of university or let's just say your tail end of university, let's talk about how you dove into this side of the business or what you did right after university, I guess. Yeah, so right after university, um, I went and I personal trained for a year. Um, I wasn't necessarily 100% sure what my future looked like at that point. Um, I knew I was passionate about fitness. Um, I knew I really wanted to, you know, help people make an impact in a sort of way um, through fitness. So I did the personal training thing for a bit, um, decided, you know, it's maybe wasn't for me right at that time. And then actually got an opportunity to um, manage and operate a a supplement store. Right on. So I actually did that for probably about three years and then yeah kind of got a got got a call and then now we're kind of here sitting here with um with vandal now so right on let's talk about the the personal training side of things um for you how did you and this is more for the audience let's just say um who are listening right now who are personal trainers um how important was sales training for you? Like, did you have to reach out and like prospect your own type of client sort of thing? Or like, was that given to you through like a company or, or how, how did that work on your end? Yeah. So I, 
I work I worked a good life for my first year as right. a personal trainer. Oh, the amount of calls I get from them all the time. Oh, they're her, they they like to harass. They like to harass. I'm like Becky. I've heard from you 13 times today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's just a that's just a proven point. I didn't like that aspect of the sales, right? I didn't like pressuring people into training. I thought that you know, like their sales tactics weren't how I liked to operate, and that's actually what it made me end up leaving. I don't like putting people pressure situations to buy something when in hindsight it shouldn't be as expensive as it is sometimes for people that want to better their health or fitness right so like me if I could have trained everyone for free I know that's not legally but like mentally I would have liked that because it's like I want to give back to you like I don't want this to be like I'm you know am I going to eat this week am I going to be able to put gas in my car or am I going to pay for my personal training like that's just not how I liked to see that kind of stuff working so yeah, and um, I feel like when you're a personal trainer, and I mean, I've never been a personal trainer, but um, I represent hockey players. Um, that's what I do uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, just for sales in general, I guess, and more so on the fitness side for personal trainers, I feel like it'd be a lot more organic actually having your, like being your own personal trainer and having your own business mm-hmm. and approaching people that way yeah. instead of through like a big corporate structure where it's mm-hmm. like maybe a little intimidating. Yeah, and like, like I don't even want to like talk ill of no, the definitely. situation whatsoever yeah. that I had there. It was a great, and they gave me an amazing opportunity. That's it's just not how I operate, right? right? I want to make that clear. But um, yeah, if I could have gone back in time and done it on my own, I think that would have been a completely different experience, and sure. I think that would have maybe panned out a little bit better for me. So okay, right on. Um, so let's talk about the sports nutrition side of things. Yes. Um, what compelled you to dive into uh, sports nutrition supplements, all that, all that. It's it's so complex, and a lot of the time, uh, whatever you learn in university doesn't always transfer into everyday life, mm-hmm. uh, especially in this business. So, uh, did you have that guy to kind of teach you around the components of supplements, what's important uh, inside supplements, and all that stuff? Yeah, so a lot of it was trial and error on my own part. Right. I was like one of the. I guess I'd say I would be one of those young guys that you'd see in the gym using supplements, almost yeah. using too many supplements, thinking that Just every... bringing a whole bag of protein, BCAAs, and pre-workout, bouncing off the wall. Exactly, yeah. You know, when you're an athlete, student-athlete especially, you're always trying to find that competitive edge. So that's why, you know, I would always try different sources of uh, supplementation to try and, you know, maybe get a better, you know, get more performance out of my body. So... Uh, like I said, a lot of trial and error, a lot of research, uh, you know, listening to, you know, legitimate, you know, doc, you know doctor yeah. studies, everything like that on YouTube, like people that have been in the industry who actually know what they're talking about and just, yeah, trying it out on myself first, right? So, uh, Who's your favorite to follow on social media like YouTube? Um, I know it's that space has grown so heavily that yeah. you can learn. I mean, there's probably not one guy, um, but there's so many great doctors, nutritionists. Um, to follow and, and kind of guide yourself on that. Okay, just for the listeners who are listening, like they're probably wondering, you know, who do I listen to to find out more information on supplementation? Yeah, I'm bad for this. I haven't honestly done too much delving <laughs> into anyone too recently, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, 
just trying to think off the top of my head who I, I, I was way, like what I looked into, I was way more into influencers. Oh, so yeah. like I was yeah. growing up, that's like, I would, I was looking at the, the Christian Guzman's of the world. Oh, like, yeah. um, he runs a good show there on YouTube. Yeah. He's Max he's, Tuning. Yeah. Max Tuning. Yeah. Like all those guys, that's kind of who I followed off the bat. That's who actually yeah. got kind of inspired me to get into like the competing side of, yeah. you know, that world. Um, but yeah, honestly, a lot of the nutritional stuff I learned was through textbooks, through university, yeah. that sort of stuff, because that's concrete for the most part. Right. I mean, not everything, like you said, translates over. So No. So when you were in the gym using uh, these supplements and kind of experimenting on that end, did you mix, did you actually mix like other supplements with other supplements and are like, oh, this tastes pretty good? Yeah. You know, you, you always mix up some pretty interesting stuff. Like back when I started taking supplements, they're still pretty like basic, right? We're talking right. about pretty chalky chocolates and pretty yeah. weird vanillas and all that kind of stuff so so bad some of them oh my <laughs> god man yeah there's some yeah pretty interesting stuff but i remember like the first pre-workout i ever took was no explode and that I, thing wouldn't just give me energy before the gym that thing would kill me all day yeah like i'd be bouncing off the mm -hmm. walls all day long and if i'm taking that as a hockey player uh, when i was playing and that, that's what happened yeah I'd be going for three periods and I could go for another six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, no. Oh my God, this is borderline illegal. Yeah, I took it and I remember I was driving home and I was just like, holy cow, I don't even know if this is safe, but that's your, that's your, that's what happens when you take your first pre-workout, you know, it's never going to hit the same like that again, so. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so going back to Vandal here, what is the culture behind uh, this company? Let's tell your audience um, the purpose, more so the purpose that we, we, we kind of talked about in the beginning there, but the culture behind it. Uh, the type of people that you may be targeting to um, use your supplements mm -hmm. and, and dive into that a little bit. Yeah, so the kind of demographic we were looking at is obviously men and women, but we want this product to be able to be very versatile to be used by everybody. That's that's what we want. We don't want you know um, people that don't work out maybe as much or don't you know maybe use use supplements as much to feel like they can't use this product. Uh, we've formulated it in a way that um, you're able to, um, at a half dose, you can use it as kind of like an all-day energy. Like use okay. that mental focus. We've got an amazing nootropic in there. We've got a really, really good nitric oxide base to it as well. Um, just really, really transparent with the ingredients. We're using a lot of natural-based ingredients as well in it yeah. uh, without giving too much away. But um, it's just really, really clean energy. You're not going to get a crash off this. It's going to be, like I said, the mental focus is fantastic. And we want people to be able to use that throughout the day and also before they work out. So okay. if maybe, you're, maybe you're sluggish, maybe you're sitting at a computer, you could do a half serving of uh, our Vandal Free, and you know that's going to help dial you in. You're going to feel the effects of that. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't want to say you a euphoric feeling, but yeah, you definitely feel genuinely a lot better, a lot more mental clarity. Okay, so with your position um, as Vice President and CEO, what is that? composed of mainly with the company um are you taking in charge of you know capital investors if that's something that you guys do uh, are you approaching those type of people um are you networking with a lot of people kind of give us a rundown of what that means to vandal and kind of what you're doing on that end yeah a lot of networking that's yeah, what I, I've, I been, bet. I've been yeah. doing just a ton of networking getting to meet people like especially being out here in Kelowna, meeting a lot of local entrepreneurs a lot of really really cool people um once we launch, obviously we're gonna. Um, I'll be doing that on a, like a much larger scale. Right. Um, yeah, just kind of 
with with how we've set it up, we're not looking for investor capital. It's like okay. we really want to focus just on you know our personal investment into the company, and then just really focusing on sweat equity. Right. We're real. We're doing everything ourselves. We don't have other people working for us. It's one hundred and ten percent. You know, the CEO Moody and me, kind of just grinding it out, getting everything done, making sure that we want it the way we do, and then potentially in the future we will obviously bring more people on as the company grows. But for right now, we wanted to just focus on you know us making sure everything is kind of lined up properly. Right so. on. Awesome, man. Um, so I want to talk to you about industry flaws um the industry as a whole it, it goes back down to i'm sure your purpose uh and your guys's purpose of making this company and, and growing it the way you guys want to grow it uh but i just want to ask you um what are the industry gaps what do you guys identify in the industry uh to make a big splash coming in uh if you want to dive into that side of things then um, i just think uh the biggest gaps are just uh, like i was saying before just being transparent with one another right um a lot of a lot of other companies put a lot of different things in there and there's not really a why behind their putting it in you know what i mean sure. there's everything that we're doing um is working well together um everything we we're putting together has a purpose a reason and we're always going to give you the why behind we're why we're putting it in there and how it's going to benefit you right and that goes back to the blog a bit too right absolutely you guys explain a lot of ingredients on there mm -hmm. absolutely yeah the big thing with our website too is like we will have um information and videos on every single ingredient we're using why we're using this ingredient and how like i was saying before it will benefit you within your workout or everyday life oh man that is big time yeah. that is huge i feel like exactly like you said there's not enough transparent just transparency yeah. in this industry um i feel like like i know nothing i mean just very little skim on the surface info about uh sports nutrition supplements all that stuff uh, so when I'm walking into a store, like whether it's Vitamin King or GNC, it doesn't matter, any supplement store, I have no idea what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, is this popular? <laughs> That's like my sure most common question. Is this popular? Yeah, it's popular. You know? Yeah. I mean, they could tell me a thousand times over that that's popular and not one person bought it the day before. Yeah, no, for sure. So it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, where, like, where's your proof? No, no, exactly. And, and that's no. what we want for people is to come onto the website, check it out, check out the informational videos. And then on top of that, we are going to be third-party testing. So the really cool thing about that is we're going to have all our lab results actually on the website so that you can go on and you can check exactly what batch your pre-workout, for example, came from or your product came from. And you can look at the purity and the quality of that. And we're actually going to have an explainer video um, done explaining how to properly read these lab results. Oh, perfect, man. Because if, you know, I could hand you a lab result and it could make absolutely no sense to you and you're just going off my word being like, yeah, no, it's clean. So we really, really want to be, like we were saying, I was saying before, completely transparent in every aspect of, of what we're doing. Sure. Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite supplement, by the way? Is, do you have, like, that supplement or you can't get enough of it or what? You or, know, or maybe new upcoming that you want to tell um, the crew that's listening here? Me personally, I'm a big carbs guy. I like I'm a big carb guy. Um, Just wake up in the morning, eat a whole bowl of pasta. <laughs> no, intra workout carbs actually. We uh, obviously we we don't have anything like that currently. But um, uh, like growing up and using supplements, like even to this day, I still use intra workout carbs. I think they're extremely valuable, and I I just love them. You get way more endurance out of your workouts. Uh, the pumps are going to be a lot better. Um, your energy levels are going to be there. It's yeah, I'm, I'm like carbs every single day, guaranteed during intra workout. What do you think of uh, 
BCAAs, obviously, uh, it's more for info for, for people who are listening, right? Um, what, it, what does it do? Uh, what's the purpose of it? This is something that I take once in a while. And quite frankly, I don't know jack about it. Um, but it's popular. Yeah, I know for sure. So like your branching amino acids, um, it's, it's such a gray area now. There's a lot of studies coming out now that are saying your branch chain amino acids really aren't doing too much for you. Um, you should be looking at more of your EAs, your essential amino acids. Um, with regards to your branch chains, like the, the leucine in there is going to be the one you're going to really, really want to focus on. And um, what does that do? That one's going to help kickstart protein synthesis within the body. Leucine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So BCAs, in my opinion, um, they're still very popular. People are really like to use them a lot. I guess the big discrepancy is, is people are saying that they don't actually necessarily help with recovery. But, you know, that's still to be determined in a lot of the studies that I've looked up and read on. So, And, and glutamine itself helps with that. Is that true? Is that a thing? <laughs> tell me. Tell us right now. I have no idea what I'm talking um, about. Glutamine now is getting looked at more of something that's going to help aid in... Um, Say you have poor gut health, poor poor absorption rates. Um, that's what they're looking at it as more of an aid to. So it's going to help you actually, like, say you have some sort of digestive tract issue. Um, glutamine will help with a little bit of that absorption and, and help your body not necessarily um, have to deal with eating your gut. So that's really funny because uh, when I was an athlete, you know, playing hockey every day, and coaches said, uh, "You want to recover, son? You better take some." That was everyone, man. I was you better take some glutamine right now. Five scoops, go yeah. to bed. You're gonna wake up feeling like gold. Yeah. Was that? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I I was the same way. I honestly, I was like probably 15 years old, and I slammed back so much glutamine and buying no massive idea. tons of no it. No idea and what the hell is actually gonna yeah, do to you. Exactly. And then the, yeah, like the the supplement industry with regards to studies and and human human trials and stuff like that is getting so much more vast and so much larger, so that a lot of the stuff you learn, like say when you're a lot younger, is getting debunked as you get older, or it's being proven that it does something else for you. So it's don't always necessarily believe what people are telling you at face value. A lot of it's too, you got to go and do a lot of your own research, right? Unless you're talking to someone who's reputable. So, yeah, no kidding, man. Um, do you dive into like uh, a lot of supplement study stuff, like through like the lab rat stuff? Mm -hmm. Dive into that. Yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on that, like how it, how testing things with, uh, and maybe you know some information on this, maybe not, but um, testing supplements or or nutrients um, with a lab rat or an animal, uh, and how it could transfer over properly to a human being. For anyone listening to that, might be confused. Like how could how could whatever affects a rat possibly affect a human the same way? So the biggest thing is obviously between having a, a study done with, you know, mice or rats is not going to be as reputable as, say, a right. human trial, right? Of course, yeah. And that's the coolest thing about, to come back to our product, a lot of the ingredients we're using have human trial studies done. Okay. So there's a lot of science back behind what we're putting in because of the fact that we do have the human trial studies um, to kind of back that. And we're actually going to put those in our blogs as well. So you can right. actually go back and reference what we are saying. And, and it'll have the study there. So it's easy, click on, you can read it, and you'll have all the, uh, the legitimate jargon on the, on the um, sorry, on the product. Yeah, and, and will it have like, um, maybe like a link to something like where you got the info from and all absolutely. that stuff? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it's totally legitimate on that end? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, 
I just actually watched a uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Those are long, man. Those are like three hours. Yeah, those are you listen to those while you're driving for sure. <laughs> oh man, I forget who was with, um, but they had he had two guests on, and they were going back and forth on uh, whether to go plant based with protein or did you want? I think I might have seen that one. The two yeah. guys went back and forth yeah. for like three hours on yeah. protein synthesis on. Uh, anything to do mm-hmm. with, with energy and carbohydrate like it was just nuts and if yeah. you're going to get proper protein source from plants uh depending on who ours is interviewing or, mm-hmm. or how to uh get optimal nutrition mm-hmm. i guess as a human being yeah no absolutely so that was uh that was a hell of an interview i ended up watching the whole thing actually yeah he's had a few guests on there just talking about because there's that video that came out or that movie that came out all based on uh, i can't remember what it's called but all based on just athletes that have switched their diets over from meat over to plant-based and they're claiming that they are uh, they're performing better what do you think of that like we're not quoting you here yeah i would hope not <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. not gonna quote here yeah. just just an opinion this is this is us with our hands in the air just giving a light yeah. opinion yeah no i i yeah don't quote me anything aggressively scientific because no. i do not have a phd and know anything so no well there you go um but for, I'll, I'll go for I'll go on it from a personal standpoint. I sure. think there needs to be a balance. I think you need to be you know consuming carbohydrates and um, you know protein sources and you know a fat source, right? And yeah. can you do that if you're eating like you know nuts and stuff like that, getting your fats? And absolutely you can, but it's not sustainable for me. It's not a sustainable lifestyle. Like I, I couldn't right. imagine cutting out like meat and just using plants as my and you know and carbs and stuff like that and using just you know plants to make it. Source. I think it's insane. Yeah, it's like, have you ever been to Dimensi? Their pizza is unbelievable. You're telling yeah. me you walk into that place, you're not gonna have a slice? Absolutely. Like, take a hike. Like, Absolutely. come on, man. Yeah, no. Just from an athlete standpoint, I tried to do. I remember my first, you know, second year of college. I tried to do the just the paleo diet. That's I oh, was. Yeah. I tried it. I had a coach that was on it. He was preaching to the players, get on the paleo diet. You'll never feel better. You'll you'll do you'll know we're gonna play so much better blah 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 i did it i went insane i couldn't focus i had brain fog i couldn't you know it was it was just not good for me right. um moment i reintroduced carbs it was like i hadn't had carbs in like four years i like played way better my brain yeah. worked better i it was just yeah for me i know how my body responds to you know the proper carbohydrates so why would i you know fix something that's not broken so yeah and uh, correct me if i'm wrong but carbohydrates carbohydrates is a major source for brain health that yeah, that's that's uh, carbohydrates is what your brain's going to use is, is energy, right? right? Like, you know, say if someone's going to go keto and they switch over, then their brain, their body is going to be using fats as their main energy source. Yeah, and, and actually, that's the next question that I want to dive into um, between keto and intermittent fasting. What's your opinion on those things? Um, I mean, keto is, I guess, pretty easy enough to explain, um, but hard to sustain. That's that's my biggest issue with it. It's, like it can work right away. Hundred percent. You but can like drop. Can, yeah. Mean, how healthy can you be? Right. Well, that's the thing. You can you can drop. Um, you can drop weight extremely quickly being on the keto diet by cutting out carbs. Absolutely. Okay. But you can also do low carb diet and cut out carb and then you know go way lower on your carbs and still lose a ton of weight. I I think that people are seeing 
so another thing from like the industry, right? Everyone's right. seeing these keto-based products that are, you know, going to help magically lose a bunch of weight. Well, it's it's, it's a st- sustainable lifestyle. Everything that you do diet-wise needs to be sustainable. Okay, so like, that's very key for our, for our listeners right yeah. now. Everything that you do, your nutrition, eating habits, has to be sustainable. Um, like you might be able to see effects immediately. Like mm-hmm. keto, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, if I cut out carbs right away, yeah, I'm going to see effects. Absolutely. But will it come back and probably upwards do more weight considering? This is the problem with that. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you get people that go on keto. They get on strict, you know, they're doing pretty strict keto um, for, you know, five, six months, maybe even longer. And then all of a sudden they say, okay, I'm going to start eating carbs again. But they don't do it like gradually. All of a sudden it's like boom. They, yeah. They're up to 250, you know, 300 grams of carbs their body is just instantly just going to absorb that and starts turning that into fat. The, the weight gain is going to be way more aggressive. Sometimes people put on even more weight than they initially had in the beginning yeah. that they lost. Right. Um, I've seen that side of it. I've seen people that really don't do full-blown keto. They're kind of half ketoers. Like everything you do, you need like, to – keto? Uh, exactly. You, know you got to – Are you just eating healthy? <laughs> exactly. So that's why I always just say like it's, it's been proven, just low-carb. Go low-carb. You know, keep right. your protein intake high, keep your fats moderate, and just really watch what you're eating. It, and, it, it and doesn't have to be as drastic as that. But if it works, I want to just, you know, make this statement. If it works for you and it's been working consistently, then do it. Do it. I, I do it. Absolutely. Like, and, and don't forget about exercise too, guys. I think, good, I think it might be yeah. important. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, go, you know, make sure you're doing a little bit of cardio. Make sure you're lifting weights, doing some resistance training. Like, I mean, that's all only going to benefit you with your, you know, weight loss goals. Absolutely, man. Um, so when it comes down to the marketing side for Vandal, let's kind of switch gears on the that side. Do you guys currently just market through Instagram? Is that kind of your main uh, funnel right now? Yeah, so we're doing a lot of Instagram. We are doing a, a little bit on Facebook too. Um, our big thing is right now we're working with a really big company out of the States, a right. marketing company. Um, they're actually getting everything ready for us to go for our, um, our launch. Um, they're going to be doing our website. So the website that you actually see currently right now isn't even remotely what our website's going to look like when no, it's all said and done. Just- Hey, here's what we are, type of thing. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, no, we're we've been very impressed and very lucky to work with them, and yeah, I think people are going to be quite impressed with what we're going to be coming out with with regards to that side of the marketing. Awesome, man. So is that uh, do they run the Instagram page as well? No, that's actually done in house. That's us. That, that, is that you? Yeah. Well, yeah, for the most part, it's it's a combined effort. So yeah, you're killing it on <laughs> that. that uh, the editing, uh, I guess, the, my most favorite thing that I saw. Is um, is when you hold the bottle and like the smoke goes around it in a different color. I'm like, how did you do that? Yeah, the, you know what? That's all. Uh, hats right? off to uh, Tyler, our uh, our photographer. Right. He does all our editing. We're just we're just placing things on the Instagram. He's doing all the editing. He's he's a magician. That's the coolest thing too about being out here in the Okanagan. We have so many fantastic videographers, oh, uh, photographers. Unbelievable. We've had the opportunity to work with not only Tyler but. Sean, a couple other local guys. Um, yeah, and we've been just pumping out amazing content. We've got beautiful murals around Kelowna. Like it's Yeah, honestly, you guys do. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's awesome here. So we're just trying to take advantage and showcase as many cool people and cool places in Kelowna. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it, it honestly works out great. The landscaping's fantastic. And it's such a good city to um, this is something that I've talked about uh, with multiple entrepreneurs, whether we've had on the podcast or people mm-hmm. I've met in the city. Um, 
this this city does so well with the fact that if you want to start a business here, it's it, it's big enough where you can reach enough people, but small enough that your business will be able to gain traction and you can get as much help as you want. Oh, Absolutely. like have you noticed that since you've been here? I can't even just like begin to explain how welcoming. Yeah. Kelowna is um, not to take away from any other place I've lived, but like just the fact, just man. absolutely like on, from an entre- entrepreneurial side, like I come out here and people want to set up meetings, people want to network with you, you know, people want to you know give you advice and vice versa. People want to hear what I have to say. So it, to to come here and only be here for you know whatever seven weeks and only seven weeks, and you're probably like, what the hell? <laughs> where am I? Well, it's it's yeah, it's definitely been a, a little bit of a culture shock coming from Regina, but at the same right. time, people have been just so welcoming, and I can't say enough good things about the kind of the entrepreneurial community here in Kelowna. Just like so many good people that want to see you succeed, and that's yeah. the cool thing. They do. They want to see. You. They 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 want to help. Absolutely. I I haven't met um, one person, and I actually surround myself around uh, a lot of the guys of Accelerate Okanagan, Okanagan Tech Space. I've interviewed a okay. lot of them. Awesome. Um, and they're nothing but amazing and. Massively supportive uh, in this podcast and helping me get guests and all that, um, but yeah, just being in the city, it's it's crazy and it doesn't go unnoticed with the amount of people who want to help because I've never met one person that just says, "Hey man, uh, good luck with the podcast. Uh, I'm making one and it's going to be a lot better than yours." So. <laughs> oh, exactly for sure. Not one person does that. Um, so moving on to the vision side of things, um, what vision do you have? Uh, as a member of this growing company, um, what vision do you have for Vandal um, first near term and then moving on to uh, long term vision? Just to uh, just to really just focus on um, our demographic, like I was saying, I just want people of every walks of life to be able to try our product, enjoy our product, right. our flavoring. I feel we've done a fantastic job on our flavoring. It doesn't taste like pre-workout. It tastes what it looks like. Our colors are extremely vibrant. Right. Um, almost nostalgic they should almost make you feel like a kid again we want you to use our products and feel joy and so like i I want that to continue into you know the future i want us to keep continuing to you know really focusing on the flavoring side but but the engineering and the the science behind everything as well and so i think as we expand across you know canada um i think that's kind of what we want to we just want to stay true to ourselves we don't want to get lost in any kind of that industry stuff we want to just stay true to ourselves and be like i said before really transparent about everything Awesome, man. Uh, so moving into some quick uh, entrepreneurship questions, um, more targeted towards people who are listening right now. Um, how important is mentorship to you? Whether you've had a mentor or not or experienced that, uh, tell me the importance and tell us the importance of mentorship. You know what? From a business standpoint, I've never really had as much mentorship as I've had within probably like the last two, three years. Um, it, it's huge. It's huge. You need somebody to you know be there to tell you if what you're doing, you know, is if you're on the right track or not because yeah. i mean it's so easy when you're up and coming to make so many mistakes so it's great to have you know somebody around to let you know that you know maybe this isn't a great idea or right. maybe you should push this route or even just making introductions to other people so you can bounce ideas off of i think having a mentor is, is huge i i think it's invaluable yeah um even myself when i'm in the hockey representation business mm-hmm. without my mentor that i have like I have no idea what I'd be doing, mm-hmm. so it makes it makes a huge difference. Um, are you a morning habits guy? Do you have like morning routine? Are you big into that stuff? Again, I'm waking up, listening to the podcast, or you know, I bring you wake up and get going. Um, 
depends if I slept in or not. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm a, I'm definitely a routine guy. Okay. I'm such a creature of habit. Right. I don't know if it's like all the years of playing, you know, organized, you know, sport and stuff like that. A lot of the case it is. Yeah. For most people. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, you, you've got that routine. Like I need to wake up. Like I can't work out in the morning. I need to, you know, work out in the evening after I've had, you know, three, three to four meals. Really? I have to. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's my, you're like a rusty bike chain in the morning. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> you go to the gym, you're like, what the hell am I doing? Uh, yeah. It's not even worth it. It's a waste of time. I've done it before and it's just like, I don't know why I did that to myself, but yeah, no, just wake up. You know, sometimes I read depending right. on what my day looks like, get a, get a good look in, um, you know, maybe listen to kind of like an inspirational kind of YouTube video. Um, just anything like that kind of just set the mindset for the day and right. then just kind of start diving into it. I'm getting better at not trying to look at my phone before, you know, yeah. eight thirty kind of now sure. just to kind of give myself some time to just get my wits about me. Cause there's nothing worse than when you wake up and all of a sudden you just dive right into your phone and you're trying to, either put out fires or answer emails and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. gives gives me a second to keep myself sane. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Awesome. So to conclude the podcast here, uh, this is just for anyone who's uh, listening right now, maybe who, people who aren't into nutrition supplements mm-hmm. at all, aren't into fitness, or maybe they are into fitness, but they don't know where they're heading with it. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give any advice on just simply like how to start? Like, do you go to the gym, do you go crazy, do you ease into it, do you take supplements right away? This is just for the people listening to just give some guidance that might not or might be scared to kind of dive into the deep end type of mm-hmm. thing, you know? Because it's uh, uncomfortable for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Um, just from my experience and then just, like, working with, you know, other individuals, I'd say just start developing good habits. Right. Maybe take it really, really slow. It doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing, you know. If you get to the gym, that's awesome. But also, maybe take the stairs at work don't take an elevator like just start to make slow um mindset changes because if you start doing those and you can maybe hold yourself accountable for those for over a two week span then those are habits that are actually going to start to stick with you and you're going to start to feel better because as you accomplish these little habits and you and you go ahead with them you're just going to continue to grow and it's going to become easier and easier and easier because the gym can be extremely intimi- intimidating oh, for someone who has public worked gyms well. absolutely and people that can't afford private gyms absolutely um i feel like that's the biggest barrier that people face oh it's like absolutely. like i like if people had access to private gyms obviously that's not going to happen they're like 100 150 bucks a month how are you um <laughs> that's not going to happen but it's super intimidating oh absolutely like i mean i, I can only imagine like Quick side note, I took my dad to the gym. He we never worked out together and we actually worked out together for the first time before I left to move out here. Is he old and school? Old big time. He just wanted yeah. to fire up the arms. He's oh, just like, we're we're awesome. just gonna do arms and it was great, but I mean you can definitely see like a little bit of that anxiety in the eyes, right? Like what's it gonna be like, you know? But once you get there and you realize it's maybe not as scary as you think it is, it's you know, it's kind of bearable. So I'd say like if you're someone who wants to hit the gym or get into the gym again, go with a friend, go with someone who's going, who's been there, who can kind of just take you under your wing, their wing and just kind of show you the ropes. And, and you're just going to feel a little bit more comfortable having a familiar face there. So that's always helpful. Awesome, man. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was unreal. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Guys, make sure to follow Matt on Instagram, BNDL project on Instagram, their website, www.bndlproject.com. Uh, read their blog. It's highly informational, tons of value there, and it provides great education. 
guys, make sure to follow us on Instagram as well, the Restless Podcast. Uh, share this episode with your friends. Share it with absolutely everyone. Uh, we want to really grow this community, guys. And um, on our Instagram page, we post educational clips every day to help you execute, execute your goals in life. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and have a great day.